Why Democrat Women Hate Donald Trump. Mr. Reagan. Smart women, at least smart Democrat women, really hate Donald Trump. I mean, they truly hate him. And that got me thinking, why? So I asked one, and she gave me a fascinating answer. She said, he's an idiot, and he's unlikable. And when she elaborated on this, she said, listening to him talk or trying to read a transcript is the worst. Essentially, her problem is this, Trump doesn't speak well. We're used to hearing somebody speak who sounds much more educated, uh, much smarter, much more refined than your everyday American. Remember in 2015 and 2016 when we used to be shocked, amazed even, by incoherent meandering, almost incomprehensible speeches by then-candidate Donald Trump? Well, it is now 2017 and grammatically incorrect sentences and hard-to-follow monologues are a daily national occurrence. And actually, I just today interviewed another one of my friends, another Democrat woman, smart girl, and I asked her why she didn't like Trump, and she said, I believe her words exactly were, have you ever heard him speak? Give me an example of one thing you don't like that Trump has done. Oh, God, he's just, he just can't speak. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, are you talking about, like, policies and stuff, or... No, like, okay, okay that's like actually a- really funny that you said he can't speak because I, I, I literally am doing a different video. I'm doing a video about how I think that relatively well-educated, intelligent, uh, Democrat-voting women primarily don't like Trump because they think that he doesn't speak well. Okay, he doesn't speak well, but that doesn't seem like a good reason to dismiss somebody running for president. I mean, certainly, if this is a symptom of a bigger problem, okay. But she didn't mention another bigger problem evidenced by his poor speech patterns. Rather, she said that he was an idiot and a blowhard and that he doesn't know what he's doing. And then she made a number of assumptions about his thought processes and the reason for all of this, it seemed to me, was her perceptions gleaned from his speech patterns. And she's right, Trump doesn't speak well. Now you, if if you're a Trump supporter, you might love how Trump speaks, but objectively, Trump is an inelegant speaker. And that's a very curious thing about politicians. For most people, speaking well commands respect, but for politicians, inelegant speech is a good thing. Plain talking folk, we tend to appreciate that in a politician because it indicates a genuineness that's rare among politicians. Politicians tend to try to be polished and erudite, and this tends to make them look either insincere or like they're trying a little too hard. And both of those things are poison to a political candidacy. But there is one instance in which elegant erudite speech can help a candidate, at least among certain voters. And that's if he or she is both well-spoken and genuine. And occasionally, very occasionally, a candidate comes along who can do that. Despite my perceptions of utter falsity in the clearly manufactured personas of Pete Buttigieg and Barack Obama, Democrat voters swooned over both of the presidential personas of these men. That in one moment. First, I have to sell you something. The Consumer Credit Reporting Agency, Experian, just had a data breach. And the data breach revealed the information of 24 million individuals and 800,000 businesses, exposing them to future phishing attempts. The best way to protect yourself from being a victim of attacks like this is to use a VPN. The VPN I use is Virtual Shield. Virtual Shield has a strict no-log policy, and it was built from the ground up specifically for privacy protection. 
due to the recent pandemic, Virtual Shield is offering its services for 50% off to help customers who need to protect themselves, as well as a free 30-day trial. Go to virtualshield.com slash Mr. Reagan or click the link in the description below. This graph at the top is the distribution of the IQ of women. The next graph is the distribution of the IQ of men. What does this mean? Well, basically, most of the women bunch up in the middle on the average IQ. And that's why the curve is so high. That means that's where most of the women are. And by most, I mean practically all. Almost every woman is about average intelligence. Now you might say, well, that's not great. That's offensive. Average, we're not average, we're brilliant. And yes, that's, that's actually true, but we'll get to that in just a moment. But for now, let's talk about general intelligence. So when you compare the woman's graph with the men's graph, you'll notice that they both have the same average intelligence, but there are far fewer men in the middle and far more men out to the sides. If you're an intelligent woman, most men are going to seem downright primitive. And naturally, given this clear distinction, most women will dismiss men whom they perceive to be intellectually unimpressive. So now, highly intelligent and presumably relatively intelligent women tend to vote Democrat, according to the statistics. And that's different, by the way, from those with the most political knowledge. That honor goes to Republican women. But Democrat women tend to have the highest educational attainment between the two parties. So you've got all these pretty smart women who are going around town through life, meeting guys, and subsequently separating them into two categories, those who de they deem intellectually impressive and those who they deem to be dullards. The dullards, they mostly dismiss and they focus their attention on the intellectually impressive guys. Sounds fair. So if you're looking for a husband or a work colleague that you could respect or just a friend, you're probably not going to go looking for somebody who is your intellectual inferior. But there is a huge problem with this, and the problem is this. Women are pretty much geniuses when it comes to spoken language, at least relatively speaking. Compared to men, most women tend to test poorer in math and science, but language, verbal fluency, verbal memory, etc., women do incredibly well. And this may be where women have a bit of a distorted perspective about men. You see, while, while men don't tend to care that much about eloquence or breadth of vocabulary, women do tend to care about those things quite a bit. And if you can imagine a woman, rather intelligent, meeting men, dividing them as impressive minds versus the dullards to be dismissed, they may occasionally dismiss a really smart guy who just doesn't talk so good. And then who should come along running for president? But Donald J. Trump. And Donald J. Trump doesn't talk so good. Again, he's a plain talking guy. He's genuine and he says it like it is. He's politically incorrect and that plays really well with Republicans. That's one of the many reasons that we all love him. But I'm trying to dissect why the intellectually elitist Democrat women specifically, why they dislike him. And I think this might be why, at least in part. Because it's not the policies. If Democrat women looked, actually looked at Donald Trump's accomplishments, if they'd consider what he's been doing, what his accomplishments have been in office, well, then they would love him. In a recent video, I read off a list of 75 Donald Trump accomplishments. And some of them I actually didn't really like. But they were things that Democrat women should love. Here are a few of them. Airport spaces for breastfeeding moms, reparations to Indian tribes, funding of Native American language programs, hemp and CBD legalization. He fixed the water in Flint, 
tough sex trafficking laws, 1.3 million acres of new protected wilderness lands, $10 million designated to clean plastic from the oceans, the First Step Act for criminal justice reform, opportunity zones, right to try, increased funding for historically black colleges, Trump's global initiative to decriminalize homosexuality in every country on earth, and of course, 12 weeks parental leave for federal workers. And this is just a few of the accomplishments Democrat women should love. I mean, if you're a Democrat woman and you don't love Trump, you're just not looking into what he's been doing. And in your defense, it's, it's not entirely your fault. CNN just doesn't tell you these things. MSNBC just doesn't tell you these things. And every leftist media outlet basically just lies to you every day to make you hate him. Look, there's a lot to hate about Donald Trump. I get it. And you see Biden and you don't love him, but you say, well... It's not his fault. He's old. Of course, he doesn't speak well. But consider this. What if Trump is dyslexic? What if he has some other learning disability? Maybe that's why he doesn't speak well. I know he's dismissed by the left as simply an idiot. But what if he's actually brilliant, but you just don't give him a chance because he doesn't speak well? Now, my brother has dyslexia. A lot of people have dismissed him. His whole life, people have written him off as some kind of idiot. Well, my brother is not an idiot. He's an incredibly intelligent man, but he doesn't always sound like it. He doesn't speak like I do. And so if you're an intelligent woman, and maybe you tend to dismiss men who aren't up to your standard of intelligence, you might just dismiss my brother, but you shouldn't. According to various estimates, between 5 and 15% of the population is dyslexic, but dyslexic men make up about 35% of the nation's entrepreneurs. You know why? It's because when they were growing up, people dismissed them. They called them stupid and they told them they wouldn't amount to anything. And so they grew up thinking, actually, they're wrong. Now, these guys, they know they're smart, but they just don't know how to express that clearly. So they stop trying to express it and they just show it. Now, I don't know if Trump has dyslexia or anything like that. Maybe he, he hasn't had to overcome any kind of learning disability or any disadvantage in life. But maybe he has and maybe you should have a little sympathy. Trump might be rich and... You might not like the way that he speaks, but he is a man, and we all have to endure tragedy, and we all deserve a little sympathy from time to time. Well, that's it for me, and remember, it's not that our liberal friends are ignorant, it's just they know so much that isn't so. Good night. We have so many people who can't see a fat man standing beside a thin one without coming to the conclusion the fat man got that way by taking advantage of the thin one. President, in talking about the continuing recession tonight, you have blamed mistakes of the past, and you blame the Congress. Does any of the blame belong to you? Yes, because for many years I was a Democrat. <laughs> <laughs>